Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Once again, the Marketing Money Podcast is back. This is podcast number 200. No, it's not. It's 106. Eh, nobody knows. True, because we didn't count all the individual ones we've done at conferences, because those don't... 112 in ones we've recorded for the Marketing Money Podcast, but ones we've done overall, it's probably 235. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the coronavirus no, I don't. Epiphany why? I why? Why not just start lying? Like my kids were um, talking about their. Because birth- you're not running for president, Josh. Well, I'm, that notwithstanding. Okay. One, I abhor lying. Just so anybody out there, I don't like lying. Like I even like white lies. I, I, but your life is a lie. Not really. I have the most truthful life ever. Okay. I live earnestly and honestly. Pure as the driven snow. No, I mean if you if you know me, like you know me. If you know, you know. No, but anyway, the, my kids, 17, 16, 13, they were all complaining about when their birthdays were. <laughs> I was timing that out on the biological clock. By the way, just so y'all know, there's a lot of this podcast that hits the cutting room floor. I say shocking things in reaction to John that he sort of treats it for a second like we're live. And it's just well, we are live, but you're just—it's just not going to make the podcast. Yeah, but it's like the the best look on his face. Anyway, y'all could probably put the two of those. I got a lot of looks on my face. He does. It's the only face he's got. I told my kids, I was like, so they're getting ready to go to college, and I was like, well, why don't we just change it? And they're like, what? Your birthday? Yeah, just change your birthday. It's the day. It's nine months after the day your your mom and I conceived you. Like it's it's not that. Pick a birthday. I, I want mine to be July 5th. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, is once you pick, you get to, like, you, you don't... You, you, can't, you can't go back. And you can't do, like, three a year. But you could <laughs> if you lived, like, maybe in New York. But it's just one of these things that hit me where I'm like, this doesn't matter. We could put you all on the same day, and I could just tell this crazy story, like, yeah, it just happened that they're... So what they wanted, we have a pool. Because Josh is wealthy. <laughs> yes. We're not going to tell the real. I mean, it is a pool. I have a pool. Um, it's a it's a fun pool, but it's anyway. One percenter, one percenter, maybe one percenter. Yeah, they want they can't like ones in October, ones in Dece- December, ones in May, and May is like right at the cusp in Mississippi, even in Mississippi of pool weather. Like you could, you could have a pool party in May. It's yeah, it, but it's, the water. It's a fifty percent. Yeah. And they were like, man, I really just wish, like, school would be out. It'd be so cool. And I was like, we can change this. But it's so weird, the perception. Or just celebrate it then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just celebrate it then. Like, we're, like. You don't have to lie. Just be like, we couldn't have it then because of COVID and whatever. Nobody cares. But that's the thing. It's a party. But here's the deal. Nobody cares, but we still hold it precious. Like, but, but that's not my birthday. Like, okay. So. Segway. Are you finished? I'm just the the point is the juxtaposition. I didn't want to interrupt you. I did of things we care about that actually no one should care about. And segue to the point, one of my pet 
peeves of bank marketing is celebrating the birthday of the bank. Yeah. I think it has no value to the client, no real benefit value. Now, it could be a value of, yeah, they're in the community and the longevity and and they're surviving, you're employed. I get that. I'm not trying to be the Grinch over here, but... Well, you're not trying because you are. You're bank... You said kind of like Grinch. I take all the Like a Grinch. Well, that's like I, a, I think Dr. Seuss has a, has a copy copyright. You're a, you're a, he has a copyright. I have you, to kind of be you're, you're a Grinch there. that would be good on a salad, or maybe like with some some buffalo wings croutons. The Grinch croutons, just hidden, just hidden, hidden Valley Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Hidden Valley Grinch. Yeah, uh, that's where the Who's lived. Uh, who is there right now? But who's at the birthday party? The the whole like I see banks. Oftentimes, putting, putting more energy behind the 36th birthday or anniversary of their 36. <laughs> yeah. Like, like whatever Who's it 30, is. Which bank is 36 know. years old? I, I could name a few, okay. but I'm, I'm not going to because I don't want to give them any um, press Midlife, they don't need on here. Midlife Crisis Bank? I mean, do you really need one? No, I don't. Okay. I'm just, I mean, I'm just I can give pick, you one. I'm just trying to. They're all 100 years old, so I'm just trying to. No, some of them are 60. Some of them are 50. Some of them in our home state. So, some of them are three years old. But point being is, I don't know why there's so much effort behind something like, come in and get a piece of cake and to the, what? Like, I just, I don't know. I think there's so many, there's greater stories, greater content, greater marketing to be had. It's kind of like lowest common denominator marketing. Yeah, but I mean, if you're not doing anything else, I mean, I guess I would just say is like try to beat it. Like, if you're doing that, okay, fine. Not going to poop on you. Oh, we have branches that love to do it in our system. Oh, all do, the time are like calling cake? me and I say, no, you can you can get your own cake and do whatever. And you can eat it too. Only way you can is if you celebrate your own birthday that's not really even a birthday. But that's not bad. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. Little speaking of birthdays, that's speak, a new marketing campaign. Have your cake and eat it too. Celebrate our birthday. Every day is your birthday. Every day is your birthday. So here's the thing. I don't, I don't. Do you know that I'm not like into like cake? Like I'm not a big cake fan. I guess I know now. It's an overrated '90s band. No, no, I actually like. I don't like buttercream icing like this. And there's a lot of people that love it. But I'll tell you this. I went out on a limb. I had some. I had dinner with some friends. Like kind of a you know COVID comeback kind of dinner. That's a long limb. It is. One of the things was the other couple we, we hung out with, one of their things, the guy is super loves sweets. Really? And <laughs> you're so interesting. <laughs> and I'm going to try to make this story as long as possible. Uh, it already it's so is. uninteresting. It already is. Shout out Willie Robbins. I'm already checked out. Long story. Can you shorten this branch a little bit? You and no, I? No, it's, no. You've, 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 Bobby can if he wants to, but... He was like, well, I'm going to go get this a dessert. What do y'all want? And I said, I've got it. I'm going to go get it. I walked into Baskin-Robbins, and I realized you don't. it doesn't have to be your birthday to get an ice cream cake. And I will tell you, the most superior dessert out there is an ice cream cake. According to you. Well, yeah. I mean, that's... That's who's important. I'm, I'm the authority. You're the me. authority. Yeah. Not only am I probably... I mean... When you consider one of the nation's best bank marketers, I mean, conservatively speaking. Is our county a nation? Yeah. Okay. Then I'll, I'll accept I, that. I'm the best in the county. I'm just, I mean, I, I mean present company excluded. I used to love that commercial about when the internet came out and the, yeah. the guy went up to the farmer and said, we already 
we already served the whole county. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, Baskin Robbins ice cream cake. You can walk in there in the cool or in the freezer. You can walk out with a cookies and cream chocolate cake with their butter and their buttercream icing. The point is that's really good. Don't have to get anything decorated on it. Just go slice that thing up after a good good meal. You know, is the only one in this room that actually worked as a semi-professional taste tester at one point in their mm-hmm. life. Um, they are pretty good. Yeah. They are pretty good. But it's a thing you don't think of until you like walk into some like I never think about this. No. Nah. They got 32 other flavors. No, they have thir- 31 flavors it's 32. Total. What's the se- there's there's a, there's a secret flavor you have to know about. So next time you go into Baskin Robbins, ask them for the 32nd flavor and it's going to be an awesome response. Just trust me. <laughs> That's the dumbest that's the dumbest, best joke ever. But I'm just going to tell you, the caliber of person that works at Baskin-Robbins, at least at hours. No, it's t- kind of like those things the you see on the, on the on the internet. It's about go to... In-N-Out Burger. Go to the, the burger place style. and order the, the yeah, secret... Order the, th- order the 32nd... Ask them what the 32nd flavor of ice cream is. Dude, I can barely get them to give me, like, a chocolate when I go in. That's why I went ahead and started getting the cakes, because I can self-serve and just put it on the counter. Like, Dude, like... Dude, like you want me to write a happy birthday on there? Yeah. Nah, I'm good. I'm good, dog. It's not my birthday. What? So how did your uh, your couple of buddies on a limb like the the cake? I was the head of the party. You were the head of the party. Yeah. They they loved it. Hmm? Okay, good. Good. End of story. Well, back to a small snippet of the story when I joked about the old internet commercial where the guy said but we banked the whole county, and the other farmer said, there's a lot more of the old county. We can sell over the intranet, because that was the whole spiel of the commercial, was that there's a lot more than just the county where they buy their feed. They can actually go and sell them online and you know, create e-commerce. There was an interesting article that I think is pretty relevant to bank marketers that was in Forbes uh, this last week. It talked about the rise of online account openings, and I thought it was pretty pretty interesting, where it, it mentioned in 2019, half of all community banks and credit onions opened less than 5% of their new checking accounts in digital channels. So of all of the financial smaller financial institutions you could see, half of them had less than 5%. Digital account openings. Which is a weird, like, sentence to read. But anyway, I'm just, I'm trying to make sense of it. Well, if I were interested, I would ask who the writer was and told him to get that syntax work. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. But it goes up to saying that nearly two-thirds of checking account applications taking at the height of the coronavirus in the second quarter of 2020 for what consumers consider their primary account were submitted either online or mobile device. So say that. So it's, it doesn't correlate the way it's written, but it's but it said sixty four percent of checking accounts during Q two were originated online or on a mobile device. Okay, which so, I believe that I, I believe. Yeah, that. the other well, parts well, are one, hard to well, figure. Well, one, out. whoever wrote that puts the sin in syntax. It's it, it's a weird it, sentence. Anyway, the other side is my question is how many new? I mean, like if you went from opening ten thousand accounts a month to like ten accounts a month. The raw numbers may hold that skewed the the ratios, but I think it just look. Let's just say this. This is what I take from it. We're right that that coronavirus has made retail banking more digital. Yes, and so 
You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Podcast is over. I mean, that, that's been the talk since April. Yeah, our talk. We originated. That's our idea. Original idea, right? I was the. I, I discovered it. Uh, one of the county's best market bank marketers. That county. Now nah, we got metropolitan area. Micropolitan. I'm a metropolitan statistical area marketing expert. If you say so. Yeah. As far as you know. As far as I know. By the way, they're remaking Fletch with Chevy Chase. Well, no. Um, John Hamm will be Fletch. I thought that's who it was. You're talking about Don Draper will be Fletch. Fletch. Yes. Have you ever seen him be funny? It is 2020 all the way around, if that's how. But John Hamm is hilarious. I agree. He's one of my favorite actors. I will go see it because of John Hamm, not because of Fletch. Fletch? You didn't like Fletch? It's, but you just said it was one of the best. If it's the best, how do you make it better? You don't. You can't. So why are they remaking it? Well, because if it's, if you had like a perfect thing. And you made a copy of it that diminished 10%. You still got like an almost perfect thing. That's like my brother compared to me. Oh! Just kidding. He's so much taller and bigger and more (laughs) handsome. He's got a full head of hair. It's funny. They don't look like brothers. No. They don't at all. That was just a funny joke in my mind, but no. So so Bobby checks in, for those of you that can't hear him because he's not mic'd. And he has a mask on. And he has a mask on. He's like like Bane in the corner from Batman. He said it's not a reboot. It's like the second book of it. So there was Fletch and Fletch Lives. So this would be the third Is Fletch based on a book? So it's based on a a mystery series from the 70s and 80s that was Fletch. And so this will be the third Fletch movie, right? Because there was Fletch and Fletch Lives. Fletch Lives where he goes to Louisiana and Arlie Ermey is a um, who is well known for the being um, the sergeant drill sergeant in Full Metal Jacket is a televangelist. Oh, if I'm not I, yeah, I forgot I about that. I think yeah, I think it's Arlie Ermey. It's a it's a stem stem winder. Well, but Fletch is funnier. Yeah, John Hamm. He's good. He's good. He's All good. the movies he's funny in, like we couldn't even recommend on this podcast because no, they're because they're pretty dirt. Raunchy, yeah. yeah, they're pretty dirt. I do have John Hamm's credenza. From Mad Men in my office. Yeah. Kind of cool. Related, I have John Hamm's sandwich. But it's turkey, which makes it so weird. It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Hey, um, give us a quick quick check-in. Which one of those jokes did you laugh at more? Fill out the poll at... <laughs> there's no poll. <laughs> there's you no can poll. email us. <laughs> at podcastgonsideways.com. Yeah. I d- sideways dude, is a dude, really the good... syntax... Are re- no, it's not. I couldn't finish it. You didn't like Sideways? Sin- sideways is terrible. Oh, it's a good movie. It killed what Merlot? Yeah, Vin- yeah. What the guy goes on a bachelor party? But what and he's do you a big call wine drinker. But what what is a is it like a beer? It's a brew, like an IPA. What's a what's a Merlot versus a Cabernet Sauvignon? Like yeah, what, he liked the cabs. He hated but Merlot. What is, but what is what are those called? They're not vin- the vintage is the year, right? I'm yeah. not a wine. Hey, it wasn't guy. about the year. It was know, about, but, but it's what's about it's like the style. Yeah, I think Merlot is what's considered like the Bud Light or Budweiser. Yeah, of wine. Like the what, other was like the is, craft. But what is the the taxonomy of I'm a not, Merlot? I'm not a wine drinker, so Bobby's I don't even gonna, know. I feel like I, my Bobby is going off. Anyway, sideways, not really. I thought it was good. Mm. Very adultish, but it was good. So anyway, back to the lecture at hand. Yeah. What do banks need to do to take advantage of this digital shift? And we've talked about it a little bit before, but I don't see it happening as much. Because one thing I, I think we need to recognize is marketing budgets were, as you know, cut back a lot during COVID. Yeah, I don't know how to afford that for, pool. For ones that shouldn't have been, 
Uh, I think the ones that win are the ones that powered ahead and maybe yeah. picked up clients through Triple P and relationship building. Yeah, actually, well our clients, I'm joking. Our clients did a great job. But, but how do you take advantage of that? Well, one, I mean, the, the elephant in the room that we talk about that nobody can really change is lobby to shift these five, seven, ten-year core contracts or amend them. You know, we're being held hostage with outdated technology, which is still, like, ridiculous to me, but whatever. Um, can't really affect it much, but lobbying may do something. The other thing is, many banks have a passable OAO experience. My biggest thing with it is funding it. Yeah. I think that's where you get into trouble because no one knows the routing number. And, th- I mean, you laugh, but, like, think about it. Put it on the homepage. Hey, hey Josh, give me your routing number so I can open this account. Uh, I've got a Google 08040. Yeah, whatever. 95550? Yeah, yeah, you're probably close. No, I think I got it. But you have to go get the routing number. But I have a weird... Your checking account number. And then you got to fund it. Where? Why can't you just pop out a debit card or credit card and fund it? Oh, I'm sure there's some credit card issue. Why can't you just Apple Pay it? Why can't you Zell it? Why can't you, uh, whatever? You know, funding is Venmo. It. Funding is the worst. Why can't you? Why can't you just fund it? Uh, fraud. Uh, fear of fraud. Fear of fraud stops a lot of things. And another example that we've talked about before is mobile check deposit. A lot of banks right now are backed up because they've gone drive through. Only many are reopening. Many have reopened, but they've gone drive through only. And the lines are long, and people in the lines could be depositing their consumer checks with their phone. A lot of banks have mobile check deposits. It's not a new thing. But they don't because it takes a day for it to fund. And so if it's Friday afternoon, yeah, you got paid on I've Friday with a check. I've got my money in my hand. It's going to take me another And you're day. not going to get it till Monday. Yeah, just buy it. On the weekend. Most because most people get paid on Friday. Fraud. Fear of fraud, the bank won't open it up. FOF. And need of money, the consumer won't use it. So you have a sticking point in the product. And if you fund it day of or instantly fund it, I mean, you could do funds held against it and, and you know, all that. But then you got the fraud issue. And so banks tend to fight the fraud, which, look, I'm not a compliance, I'm not a fraud. Like, good, good for you. You need to do that. Mm-hmm. But the flip side is when your lines are out the door and wrapped around the bank and you're like, but they could use the mobile deposit on their phone and just do it and get out of line. Well, yeah, but they, that doesn't give them cash if they want cash, which you can't solve that. And number two, it doesn't instantly go in their account. If they were just going to go use debit card or whatever or write a check. I'm so sure much. there's a bank out, a listener somewhere that has some instant mobile Yeah, good device. funds or whatever, you know, instant whatever. But, but but generally. Generally, yeah. And so, and so for but here's the deal. So what's up with ATMs? Because you can deposit with an ATM, and a lot of times it will post immediately through an ATM, and you can even get cash on it then. A lot of institutions can do that. I guess what I don't understand... It's, fra- it's fraud. It's a fraud. I know it's a fraud thing. I guess you've got the Im- the the video there. It's a bank device. But, like, I guess I need to go to actuary school and, like, you know, fraud mitigation school and, and figure out, like, where the logic breaks and why does... Where something's fine and others I think aren't. you can steal someone's phone. Like, you can post an amount and, you know, get rid of... Uh, there's just so many different... Yeah. Options and bouncing and I have the check. Opinions, like you know, why is it that double good? double cashing that? the check? You do it on the phone, then you walk in the branch and do it that way, and yeah. try to you know get double cash it. Yeah, surely somebody's figured that one out. Well, they have supposedly. That's why you write for mobile deposit only. Yeah, check. you can't. But I'm sure anyway, there's a lot of technology issues that aren't new issues that I think our core vendors could be could have been solving, could have solved already. Sorry for who do we take a pass on? Going after earlier, did we give somebody a pass? And we're not gonna, we're not gonna go out anyway. Whatever, maybe we didn't, but we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll put my spite on our 
on our core vendors that a lot of work needed work with your core open apis if that's the way you say it i mean um appies appies yeah happy appies yeah they're appies they're appies i want to convince john that this is a real thing appies right in and tell john is it like when they make funny things and text you pictures and you call memes is that what those are not even go there. Somebody I know thought they were memes. Oh, yeah. True. I got strong first and second hand embarrassment. <laughs> For all those kind, funny memes. Kind of did the shaded, shaded eyes. Yeah, I like a funny meme. What was your old quote where you say nothing kills good marketing like a bad product? Nothing kills a Nothing kills, kills a bad product like, like good, good marketing. marketing. There you go. And that's the way I feel. I feel like maybe I originated that or stole it from somebody. I don't know. I don't know, but it's a good quote to talk about when you have poorly designed digital applications and a poorly designed accounting process, but you have marketing around it because I feel like you lead a client or a potential client to the product and they get there and then they're like, oh man, 16 legal disclaimers and three hours of choosing this checking account between Brutal. 60 choices. And then when I get there, I got to fill in all this information. It's already on my phone. Yeah. I love that the first question is, do you already have an account at this institution? And then when you say yes... They still can't fill in all your information? That's rough, y'all. I'm just saying. It's like, well, why did you even... Ideally, it would it would pre-fill but, but, all your but stuff. But that's NPI. And like, somebody could say yes and fill, you know... Yeah, maybe. I mean, it is. But, like, at least don't don't even show it to me. Like, verify, you know, whatever. But I don't know. It's a bunch of people talking into mics, like, dreaming up ways for technology to work well. So it's not really that helpful. I think there are digital experiences that aren't on the OAO side. Like, I think bank websites are generally terrible if we didn't make them. I will say that. Gauntlet thrown. Because there, there's a couple of misnomers in web that everything has to be one click away. So I laughed and rolled my eyes when you said routing number because there was a client we had one time that wanted us to put routing number on the homepage. And I wound up going sideways with that relationship. And I looked at their website later and they literally had the routing number three times because somebody, some, you know, got to have it open in a because the call center asked for it and retail asked for it. And like, so if three people asked for it, we have to put it on the homepage three but times. But hold up, hold up. You have to have that bank's routing number to move from that bank to another yeah, bank. Yeah, that's the only time. That's one of the only times you <laughs> so use it. So you're actually let's giving, make it. We get a let's lot make of it calls. Real easy for people to leave. Well, you yeah. Anyway, yes, but thank you. But having everything one click away is a is a misnomer to a degree because in this like bid for efficiency with visitors to the website, you can't have everything one click away. Because that's just going to make a bunch of cluttered pages. And that experience of exploration um, when someone's investigating your bank becomes very shallow and overwhelming. So, like, I clicked in, like, there are 32 accounts, and you got savings next to checking. And there's no real exploration and shopping, I guess. Things like decisioning tools, good decisioning tools that can help draw people down um, an experience that helps them, oh, I do need the... Because we name their checking accounts these weird, esoteric, like, Silver Sum Phoenix. Summit Rise Checking. And it's like, I I don't know what... I, Everest Checking. I'm not a mountain climber, though. All Powerful Checking. I'm not... A, Mega Checking. Yeah. Mandalorian Checking. <laughs> I think Mandalorian... There cannot be Mandalorian Checking. Oh, Sorry. I was excited because in like I don't know, 40 days, the season two's out. It is. It's going to be awesome. 
preview looks really good. Yeah, it looks good. Boba Fett's in it. Boba Fett? No, Boba. <laughs> Boba Fett? Sarcolactic. Boba Fett. Attic insane. Is it Boba Fett? No. It's, it's Boba Fett. Boba. Boba. Like the T. Like a Boba. Yeah. Okay. Boba. Boba. Fett. Fett. He was named after his... Cousin's college father's friend. So here's friend another name. one. Is it Han or Han Solo? It's Han Solo. You think so? I don't know, and I don't really care. Sixty-one percent of the times, I think, in the movies, it was it was Han, it was Han. Han. I think Lando calls him Han. As you're Boba Fetting your digital marketing, yeah, high tech. Yeah, I, I think a lot of times banks think they have to have a site that opens to everybody. It needs to be some national digital campaign. They want to create a different brand to do it, and it's all. I think there's an overexcitement around digital banking. I think you have to hit the you have to get your core done right. You have to have your application done right. You have to have the funding done right. It needs to be less than five minutes. Uh, you need to have an, well, well, no, it needs to be. You need to have an automation set up to uh, go after the breakage. Because if someone goes almost all the way there and Wi-Fi goes down, or they decide to leave, or they can't fund it because they don't know the routing number, maybe they're not sophisticated to Google it for some reason. Uh, how do you follow up with with that account or that? possible account so you've got lots of uh things to tend to in, in your mr. digital things. yeah mr thing you have things to tend does to. does your brother say things as much as you No, do? he's very accurate articulate he, he is but there's a difference between articulate and accurate very is he loquacious no he wouldn't be loquacious he is loquacious he, his his name might be loquacious but anyway no to that to that point the new digital frontier is upon us to sound as cheesy as possible. And from everything I read, about 66 to 70% of the banks out there now have the ability to open a checking account or take an application online. It doesn't mean it opens. They can take the application. So I just want to know what the other 30% are doing. They just don't have the resources. Probably. And I think it's going to hurt at some point. Yeah. I mean, the digitalization, I mean, if you're I mean, it, it's going to force you into a weird position that you can't control, which is either you have to open your branches to do business and maybe uh, increase liability or lose the business to somebody else, that core account. I still, to this day, in 2020... To this very day. To this very day, September 2020... September 32nd. Yeah, yeah. September the 45th. Do not know why, other than cash, you need to use a bank for a retail anything. I really don't. Every scenario someone gives me, I can always argue how you could do it digitally. Now, you might need, when I say real, like use, not using cash. If you have to deposit cash, you're a coin vendor operator or whatever, you know, you're, you're a laundromat. That's a different story. My point is, why can't you do everything digitally? Most of the, well, wedding signatures, regulatory requirements. But you got DocuSign now. Not yeah. A lot of banks have it. Oh yeah, but I bet fewer than whatever that's whatever Anchorman quote you gave earlier that was like six worth sixty seven percent. No, of the time, I said sixty six to seventy percent. Yeah, but like I mean, I have bank clients that like are begging for DocuSign. I don't. Again, it's now we require wet ink, so I don't know. I can't pretend to to know some of those you know risk factors, but but not not a lot. Yeah, it, and even then, a lot of excuses. Even then, the commercial banker or mortgage banker can bring that to your place. You don't have to go to the. I just it just it still freaks me out to see these lines wrapped around the drive-through, and 
you go you go pull the transaction report and you know 80 percent of them could have done it on their phone or done it via digital means with online banking making a transfer checking a balance whatever and unless they're a commercial account that has to go through it because they don't have a treasury management solution for it or it's a cash transaction of some sort deposit or they need cash which you could do on an atm or with a virtual teller there's times when i'm like what's a virtual teller virtual teller yeah i don't know it just sounded important (laughs) (laughs) is that like a is that a real person at ITM or like an AI person at something else? It's a real person, but they're recorded, so they're not live. And it's every... They say the same thing every time. Or, or they have a, a voice response for... Well, there's a virtuous teller, too. Yeah? They just give you advice. Or they're just really good at living their life. That, both. Are we at the end of the podcast yet? We need to be, because I think we're running out of steam. Yeah. So, what did your fortune cookie say today? So... Have a confession. Okay. I snuck two fortune cookies. You took, but that cancels each other out unless one was bad. No, nah, they're good both thing. good. It was like you're always surrounded by friends. Well, that's a lie. What's the next one? <laughs> you don't have any friends. Nah. Uh, that whole story I said earlier about the ice cream. Yeah. Made up. Totally made up. Made up. On the, the spot. only thing that, that was true about that was is, that there's 32 flavors and one's a secret. No, is that I got the ice cream cake, but then I ate it with my hands in the parking lot in my car crying the whole time. <laughs> That's sad. Lying is fun. Is it? It just did it. it I, there's a big smile on my face. Great. So virtuous. Are you a virtuous teller? I'm a virtual whatever. I hope you've gotten a little bit out of this... Uh, Dilly dally conversation today. Yeah. Upgrade your digital. Find a way to fund it. Make it less than five minutes. Market it, but don't market it if it's a bad experience. Lead folks there to know that 60% of accounts opened in Q2 of 2020 were digital. Read it on Forbes. I didn't make it up. But if I did, it would have been 82%. Because 60% of the time, it works every time. That's it. So for 50% of the podcast, I'm signing off for 100% of the podcast. Later. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mabus Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.